Hey, welcome to Cut It's a Wrap. We have Amanda Washington and my twin sister, Antonia Washington, aka Culture Changer, um, here with you. And we here we are here to discuss our um, opinions on Ready to Love season. Is it season four? Episode three. Yep. Season four, episode three. Yep. So we're just um, here with you today and just letting you know our thoughts and our reviews. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So the theme I, for me, I think it was like, what? Get out your comfort zone and the guys were like, First of all, before we go further let's talk about this hair that coach changer has she is just giving me <laughs> she's giving me the adult <laughs> i'm a grown up <laughs> i'm murray i'm about to get murray and i just want to be a grown up so i'm into her hair right now but anyway so what are you saying i'm sorry um first of all i want to say um, the women are winning. I didn't really see a lot of, I mean, in this season, I don't see a lot of um, catty women, toxic women. I mean, it's still, but I don't, that so far, I feel like the women are pretty healthy. Yeah. And really good picks. And a lot of people keep saying, oh, the season is boring or there's no drama. Well, it's boring because these are healthy people, most of them, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not, and right now I feel like the guys are a little boring and a little dry because none of them really stand out to me. Um, just a few. But I feel like the women, I don't, they're pretty, right now they're pretty, they're setting the standard. Um, so at this point, I feel like it's not just, you know, somebody bringing drama, let's eliminate them. I feel like it's who you're attracted to the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. who can right. offer that attraction and yeah. you know, that good feeling and you know it's not a lot of time so it's just like okay are we feeling do I feel your energy who no I take uh, ready to love as dating boot camp mm-hmm. you're dating all these people and it's not I'm going to marry them at the end it's not married at first sight it's more of I'm dating you right now and we're going to see if we can continue this after the cameras go off it's it's, you don't have to be oh i don't i don't love them (laughs) i don't have no it's i'm attracted to you do we share the same common interests you know that's my take on that but the women are so far the women are healthy and whole to me there's no not a lot of drama with them they actually know what they want and they don't have a problem articulating it. What do you think about, because this is in the beginning of the, um, and I know I'm skipping some stuff, <clears throat> but between the girl with the braids and Tyrone. Oh, was it Tyrone? Yeah, Carrie. Carrie, the girl. Okay, Carrie and Tyrone. So last episode, Carrie was like, she wanted to know why Carrie was kicking her to the curb. So this season, she had a dinner with him and was like, she wanted to ask him why, you know, he felt that 
he ain't want to continue that relationship anymore. First of all, would you do something like that? And second of all, was um, Carrie, you know, was she right for asking him that type of question? Wait, what was you saying? You said, but I do what? Okay, so Carrie went on a date with Tyrone because last season, last episode, last episode, he was like, I don't want to continue a date with her anymore. I just told her I can't continue this journey with you anymore. He just told her that over the phone. So this episode, he he had a date with her because she wanted to know why. So is it, you know, is that something that women should do? Should we sit and wonder why during a dating process, especially during a TV show process, do we want to know? <laughs> do we want to know why? <laughs> why you ain't choose me? So basically, that's that's what the date was about. Why why he didn't choose her? That's what Carrie wanted to know. I missed it. I mean, I saw that part, but I didn't know that's why they. I thought he date went on a date with her to smooth it over because she felt like he was. Yeah, Carrie really wanted to know why basically why he kicked her to the curb. And I don't know if that was production's part of telling her or pushing that, uh, go on this date with him so you can know why or whatever. Or maybe that's just her process. She wants to know why in order to move on in her next relationship so she can know what she did right and what she did wrong or whatever. <laughs> do, you um, do right. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I don't think it was I don't think that process was effective for her because he didn't give in in hindsight he was thinking of that 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 was probably like a press move on her part and he didn't like to feel pressured to to say that he was like his understanding was like I didn't choose you because you know we weren't the right fit. And she specifically wants to know why. Like, I I didn't get her pressing him pressing him about wanting to know why. Or I didn't. I thought they were meeting just to maybe it was production to like smooth over. You know the reason. I mean, how he came of came about her. He she thought he was a little rude about it, and I thought he was there to maybe apologize or just smooth things over um so it in in any case i feel that um how you know his his um excuse or what do you call it? not his excuse his his explanation for why she didn't um they weren't in a match it was real, it was lazy, or just, it didn't seem, I, that wasn't really strong reason for me. I, I think he just should have just said, you know, I connected well with the others, and the, those were a better fit. Because of the timeline, I instantly connected with those, and I, I see, like, I see myself growing with them, those individuals. And not you. Him saying you were aggressive because you called me and asked me about the date and you were I me. Mean, do we still He was being mature about it. Y'all I feel like this is again, this is dating boot camp. 
if she wants to know, are we still, are we still it or not? Let her know that. No, because after I went on a date with X, Y, um, so-and-so, I like them better. So I'm going to choose them. This is like musical chairs. Yeah. So you don't have to, I don't, you don't have to say, oh, you were too aggressive. I hate when people say, oh, you're so, you're so aggressive. What? What is, because if, if you was feeling her, she wouldn't be aggressive. She would be flirting. Yeah. Or you'll be interested. I felt that too. I felt like he was just trying to think of something instead of just keeping it. I was feeling them more than you. But I feel like he did say that, but he felt like his answer wasn't received. Those little buzzwords. He didn't have to say, oh, aggressive. Yeah, he ain't had to make up shit. He just Her. like, it is what it is. I mean, I would like them more than like you, period. All right. Just take Kess in it. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> so the next part was what? It was a date with. Oh, beginning. It was Aisha and Frank date. That was in the very beginning. So they was like, get out your comfort zone, which he said, let's get out our comfort zone. But Aisha and Frank were dating, but he was, they, uh, Frank was already initially feeling Aisha. So he didn't get out of his comfort zone. That was somebody he was already dating. That's what it sounded like. Cause it was like, they used to be, they FaceTime and they talk because it, that date was like a con con continuation of something else that was happening. Cause they were a little. Right. So he was cheating. <laughs> he didn't get out of his comfort zone. <laughs> what was that other date? I don't, I don't, I really don't remember Frank and Aisha. But. Yeah, beginning when they were in the photo booth, and oh yeah, they had too much chemistry. That chemistry was like they had, they did a lot. Get no conversation. As soon as they came, they connected like magnets. Those opposites attract like magnets. Like they was just really in lock. And they did not keep their hands off each other anytime. So he loved, and a lot of the men say that they love how Isha is like put together and, you know, she carries herself like a woman and she's just this and that and that. So I feel like if a lot of men say that, then she's probably like that in real life. She has that effect where she's just like, really, she keeps herself together. Like the, from the hair to the makeup to the nails, like period. So I feel like that, what attracted him the fantasy of Aisha but yeah Aisha I'm gonna get her name Aisha you want a girl he don't want to say anything go ahead what you gotta say he don't have nothing he 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 got some he got some pointers that's okay you don't come eventually um you're right I like Aisha she put together she's nice she's a lady um Frank he just all in, in the physical, he's talking about it's not all physical, but it's physical because he didn't ask her anything. They didn't get deep or nothing. Unless they're getting deep on the phone, they not getting deep on the cameras. I don't see, I ain't hear nothing. I didn't see that. I saw them booed up, caked up. I didn't see them have no deep conversation. I, I did see the chemistry. Chemistry is very important when you're dating. But I also didn't see, like, as far as conversation-wise, because once the chemistry, like, during duels, what else do you have? So, no, I ain't seen none of that. And then I feel like Frank is in that life, mm -hmm. in that party life. So, 
Um, oh, that's no excuse. I forgot what my train of thought was going to be. <laughs> anyway, I feel like y'all captivated in the physical. That's all. It's all physical. And then a physical attraction. Um. So that was the first date. So I like this episode because they did show a lot of dates. They didn't show it. See, there's some dates they didn't really need to show because it was nothing there. I know these people are having more dates and I still, production really grinds my gears when when people are looking for evidence, like for instance, with that Tyrone Aisha, going back to that, if he's saying you're being aggressive or something like that, I need some references, camera or video, go back to the footage when she was being aggressive so the audience can see her being aggressive. Right. Exactly. Don't wait to um, um, to show it. Show it when we're all here. Like, I need video bitch. I need you to stop being lazy and give me the clips. Give me the receipts. <laughs> um, so Aisha and Frank had that date. So going back, Carrie and Tyrone, we talked about them. He was doing damage control conversation. That's what he said. He said that he was doing damage control converse, uh, damage control. Um, Camille and Cornelius, they had a date. Cornelius with the smile. He smiled with his. Oh, okay. First of all, Camille, stop touching your hair. That was such a distraction. Like, oh my God, what is wrong with your hair? Why you feel like you got to keep touching it? That is a distraction. I feel like she's not confident in her hair. Like, stop touching it. <laughs> like it's not that she just because even she had a headband on but she kept she wasn't really making eye contact like that which was annoying and I don't know something about her just maybe, but that's maybe that's her vibe that's her game to try to feel shy and coy or whatever but to me it's a distraction and she looked like she was just <laughs> it just feels like you're awkward and insecure when you keep touching yourself or keep touching your hair. <laughs> like, girl, it was just, it was distracting me. Like, stop it. Stop going like this. Girl. Um, she says everything was on her mind, which is funny because she's like, oh, it's the date. Oh, well, who else coming? Oh, you wingman, wingman for who? <laughs> I like that. I do like that. <laughs> and he he noticed that she, he likes how she's, you know, possessive with whatever. But he was like, I don't know if it's going to be clingy. But niggas, listen, you like that she clingy and possessive like that. Don't try to act like that. You know, she's, you know, she she's smitten kitten. And mm-hmm. she, but you one dude and that's you. Cornelius, but you'll... I still don't want her to put all her eggs in one basket. Like, if she... What's going to happen if Cornelius leans somewhere else, and you don't have nothing to go by because you keep talking to this guy. Like, you need to start dating. Like, he understands. He understands the assignment. He's dating other people. He's getting to know all the other women. Camille needs to also get to know the other men. Get out of your comfort zone. 
and start dating the other people. You never know. And and that's it on that. Um, I like her. I think she's quirky and she's funny and she says what's on her mind, which I love. You know, um, she's a little awkward. Um, Carmelius is cute. I was looking at a, just a scene of him. He's cute when he's not smiling like a a banshee. <laughs> His <laughs> smile comes from here to here. When he be smiling, his smile literally comes from here to here. But when he not smiling, he just smile regular. It's cute. And what do you think about when he said, she asked him about intimacy, like, um, what did she say? She mentioned that, no, she was like, so if you don't, well, how do you know if, you know, if you're waiting, how do you know if it's going to be you know, what if it's whack when, when you are talking to that person and then you end up um, ha having relations with that person and it's not good. And he said, well, if we have chemistry now, like I feel like we're vibing, we have chemistry and I know I'm going to be good. And if we all vibing here, then I know it's going to be, it's, it's going to be good. That's what he said. Oh, you asking me what I think about that? Um, I don't know, man. He, I don't know. I feel like he's this, just this, I'm a born again virgin, but I think it's just like a debate for him. I'm not really buying it, but whatever. That's, that's your, that's your spiel. Um, I figure if you, if you on that lane where you had a sexual life, and then now you want to go back and this is that that guy and that's based on what he said. You want to go back and just, you know, live your life and wait till you get married. That's going to be difficult. So I feel really see him having like a very short engagement or <laughs> just getting it in with uh, the first person he falls in love with. I don't know. I don't know. I just I, like you said, like he might be like one of those and like no we can wait no and then she's like no I want to say are you sure because we can da, 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 trying to be <laughs> all right with the bait like um I don't know but I don't know him but he's tid uh, I don't know he don't put up enough boundaries enough boundaries for me to see that he really wants to wait for marriage that's all I'm saying yeah, he's he too close to the edge. Because <laughs> I really, yeah, you know, you know, church boy putting on with the women, and, you know, we we seen it all. Mm -hmm. And that's only because, yeah, I've met a lot of church men, a lot of church boys that fake want to wait until they're married. They do everything but that. No boundaries. They don't have no boundaries, but the expected boundary, which is the intercourse. We can do everything but the intercourse. So I'm just like, mm. Mm. to me, that's still course. That's that's still sex. I don't care if you do everything, but you know. So do you don't believe intimacy. So I see him doing everything but the inter the but the intercourse, but uh, that's not. 
That's just me in my perspective. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't care. But that's just what that's just what I see. <laughs> huh? Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> playing shy brother. He playing shy brother. <laughs> He playing shy brother and she playing shy girl. Like how you she I feel like she is also using sex as a weapon. So how you cause she was also engaged three times and didn't marry any of them. So I would like to know how how are you engaged three times? I mean, how did you say yes to these engagements? And why didn't you go further with these engagements? That's what I want to know with her. Yeah, I need to get, I need them to, I mean, they might have discussed that, like, over the phone or something like that, but can we come to play on the, um, on camera time? Like, exactly. I'm, like, I think at this point, dating is told you, it's like, boot camp, you intensely all together, so you got to get vulnerable, so the guys got to get vulnerable, and the, and the women got to get vulnerable as well, and you really got to open up. You know, no, you can't. It's no longer, you know, playing those tit for tat or that conversation. We we, we want to know because that's good TV and it's also helping you along the way and progressing in this show. Right. And it's helping others too um, see and get vulnerable as well if you get vulnerable. Exactly. What about um, next one is Courtney and Corey. They also went on a skating um, d- double date with Camille and Tyrone. So he was playing with him. I think Courtney and Corey belongs together. They're both creepy and pervy and I feel like they belong together. <laughs> Not even pervy. Uh, Courtney, she got no limits, no boundaries. She's very free with her sexuality and that's beautiful. No boundaries. Corey, because he's a male, that can come off as creepy because it comes off creepy as to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's very creepy. I feel like he's really stuck in because she was a kappa and he does his little kappa um, dances. I feel like he's really stuck in undergrad. I want him to grow as a man. I feel like those moves that you did in undergrad is not going to work in adulthood. And that's why you look so weird when you kind of interact with grown women. That's why you be looking weird. Because you're still stuck in undergrad. But I feel like Courtney, she likes that. <laughs> she think he corny, but until he like makes a move and starts touching her and stuff, then she likes it. But to a regular person, like a regular woman like like Mima or Mumi or whatever, that came off as creepy. So he be trying to do college moves <laughs> on Chrome. Right, up there party hopping in the skate ring. When? How? How long ago did you graduate from? You know this shit. Why are you party hopping on the skating ring? Why is that still cool? Oh, and you by yourself. You ain't got none of your frats with you. You just by yourself on the skating ring trying to party hop. He's super creepy to me. He is. He is the reason why we have the Me Too movement. It's just, he makes me so cringy. I mean, he cringed. And then he's very shallow. It's like, you're not opening up. Every time it's a serious moment, he starts to get goofy or 
he does something that's just outlandish or um, kind of like, stop, I need to call human resources on you. <laughs> it's, it's like you're not taking it seriously. You really act like you're on Tinder, but you're li- you're having live Tinder. It's just he's he's no good. And 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 then inside, I feel like he could be deep, 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 deep inside a good guy. It's just you're still stuck somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, in a different forth. time zone, like everybody mm-hmm. else. Your hair is so cute. It looks like it's red. It's red or... Yes, they gave me highlights and lowlights. And then she put a little copper in it. It's supposed to be a copper color. It's cute. I, I like it. I think I might do something for the wedding. But I'm going to do something a little longer. Yeah, that's a cute color for you. That, like, red with, like, blonde highlights. So, like, cute. Mm-hmm. And would you want it long? You look like Ariel from Little Mermaid. I was thinking that, and then it's winter, so <laughs> that'd be cute. I like a, like a winter white with like the red. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. For red, like Brett off of um, red for a second. I think so. Ooh, yes. She has a good red. Mm-hmm. I like that. Thinking about it, I'm playing with it. I'm playing with colors. Since today, I'm uh, to, this week, I was playing with colors. I'm gonna keep playing with colors. But thanks. So, are we off, Courtney and Corey? Uh, yeah. How about Moonin and Walter? Uh, is that the bodybuilder and the guy with the bald head goatee? Moonin is bodybuilder. Moonin is a singer. She was one. They would look like they were at the botanical gardens. Oh, Moon. Okay, yeah, I like her. I like their conversation. Their date is how you're supposed to have a date. It's supposed to be light. Your first date. I feel like your first date is supposed to be light, fun, and flirty. That's Because, you know, this is this, um, a speed-up process. Theirs was light, fun, flirty, and it got a little deep for a second and went back to flirty. Mm-hmm. I, like their date to me was perfect. That was the playbook of how you're supposed to date on Ready to Love. Mm-hmm. And he said it. It was simple, romantic, and playful. Yes. And she, she was giving the eye contact and her eyes, and he was all into it. There, it was cute. And he's like, she was even like on my top. And after this, she was, you know, on my top. Mama, she's that's how you flirt. That's how you do it. And I I like the way he Walter talks with his eyes. He's engaging. He's a conversationalist. Um, probably one of the best um picks of the men. Mm-hmm. He's very self-aware. Yes, he's a good listener, and she's mm-hmm. a good listener as well because she was giving feedback when he was talking mm-hmm. about his dad. She reciprocated. He he was being vulnerable at that time, so she decided to be vulnerable and share something as well. Um, they both were giving in that in that date, and that's what you're supposed to do. You're you're giving a little bit of yourself, and they actually they understood the assignment. They understood the assignment. It was a really good. Date. I think I was smiling the whole time. Like, okay, y'all cute. I, like, I felt, I, I felt 
all of it. And then I love how Walter would ask, um, uh, what do you call it? Those questions you ask when somebody's sharing something. Oh, how does it make you Clarifying feel? Clarifying questions, right. How does that make you feel? Why did you say that? Or da, da, da. like it shows that you have, like you said, he's listening. That was hot. So I love their date. Period. Yeah, that was really hot. And then he put, you see, and he put her on her back like he was still flirting with her. He mm -hmm. didn't overboard like creepy Corey did. He he was like, oh, it's a steep hill. Hey, yeah, you want to get on my back? I'll, you know, ex consent. <laughs> right. So then he had an opportunity going down the hill. He can grab a little bit, you know, accidentally. Mm -hmm. And she wouldn't mind because she already agreed. You know, it was, <laughs> it was everything. That was the best date thus far. And that's why like we need to talk more about that. He's at one of my tops. Um, that's how you do a date. Okay. Shiloh. Carrie, so this was the double date. Shiloh, Carrie, and Phil and Dante. So this is when it was at the yoga. Yeah, the workout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that day was boring. I ain't really paying attention to it. Um, Shiloh, like she said, she leads with what's natural to her, which she leads with. Um, she leads for her vagina, and she knows that that's going tintillate the guys and I don't even know and I'm thinking okay Charlotte are you really into him like that or are you just doing what's comfortable for you because she is a sex therapist she is a essential intimate yeah intimacy coach. she's an intimacy coach but I'm like okay but are you into him like that because I feel like if you take your bronzes off he ain't really that interesting for real he's really boring he, he feel like I feel like he don't bring nothing to the table so these, so you're leading these dudes and they not really, they ain't got nothing to bring. So I feel like you create these patterns in these relationships with, like you said, these dudes, they ain't got nothing on nothing. Mm -hmm. The dude that shallow, I don't even remember his name. Dude that shallow was into it, he was wet. He's whack, period. Mm -hmm. And the other dude that, Karina, Harry. Carrie was on a date with he's whack, period. So I don't feel like you could be doing like all of that, but anyway. But did you think that Carrie was like digging too deep for the relationship? Like why he wasn't filling her conversation or whatever? He said he was bored by the conversation, but what are you giving to the conversation? Because I feel like she was giving, she was asking you questions, trying to be engaged. This is when we switched over to Carrie, mm -hmm. and the administrator, the teacher, whatever. Dante. Dante. We switched over to him, and she's asking him questions like, okay, so what do you like to do? You know, future questions about relationships, family. And he, in his confessional, he was like, he wasn't feeling it bored by it or something and then and then they cut to them on a date and she was like okay what else i don't have anything else to say okay she doesn't have anything else to say okay nigga what do you have to say because it's a two-way street a date is a two-way street what do you have to ask her like why are you putting all this pressure on her 
to keep this date going. Or And then he said, I was just really bored by blah, blah, blah. Because she not kissing your ass or flirting with you or blah, blah, blah. Oh, that part blew me. That blew me. Like, what do you have to offer? Okay, what are you bringing? What do you mean? Like, ask her some questions. Why? Why don't you gotta, you know, kiss your ass on this date? So I feel like that's what he was doing. That yep. This <laughs> exactly right. You're right. Um, for me, um, I told you like 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 you said before in our previous episode. Um, I feel like these guys are used to women putting on a show. They don't have to, you know, they don't have to do too much because, you know, the women, women, their age are a little more assertive. So in, in this dating pool or where we are right now or, you know, the show that we're on, you're going to have to be a little vulnerable. You're going to have to, you know, talk and communicate with these women. Like how you said, like Dante and, and Carrie, for example, Dante is boring he didn't bring anything to the table. He's not a conversationalist. He didn't give any feedback. He wasn't even trying to get to know Carrie. Carrie was giving him all the things. Like she was just like, okay, da 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 da. Starting all the conversation. Yeah, even if you didn't wasn't feeling her, just consider it practice. Start talking to her. Talk, get to know her a little more. You might be surprised. But you were very standoffish. No, she wasn't putting on a show. Um, she was actually trying. That's how dialogue happens. She gives you something, you give her something back. You weren't doing that. Not like um, Shiloh and Phil. Phil is also boring. Um, Shiloh was giving him all the theatrics. She walked around, shade, and, you know, she's leading with her vagina and talking about mm-hmm. bullshit. And... She's she's doing all the things, and he's saying, "I really like Shiloh. You really like her because she's entertaining you." But yes. she, Shiloh don't know shit about you. Mm-hmm. She don't know she's you. still don't know about you. If you a good match, how you are with kids? Do you want kids? I mean, we don't know that. As far as a viewer, I don't know what they talked about off camera, but viewers they ain't talk about none of that. No, it. Both of them are boring, and they can. My both- first show called "Ready to Love." They both never opened up, being vulnerable. We don't know anything about you. It's if it's a connection, I'll be surprised because they haven't show anything. They're dry. They dry it in a bag of bones. I can't <laughs> drag it in a bag of pork skins. Yes, dried in crackers. Um, conversation, no dialogue. Um, so what about moving on to Naeem and Z? I call her Z. I don't know her her, her name name, but it's mm-hmm. Z. Naeem and Z. This one, they was mixing cocktails, and then they had that blue light. First of all, I was distracted by the blue light. I was. It felt like a club, like they were in the club. I bypassed them. I thought they were cute. That was fine. It was cute. Little. They were cute, but they were boring. But they were feeling boring because I really don't remember. Um, what about Frank and um, Taza, Taisha, Tasia? <clears throat> when he was um, making a drink for Tasia, making cocktails, and he was his armpits is all sweaty and shit. He should have <laughs> just wore wear a black shirt. If you, I, for people that's taping, we already know you're naturally 
we already sweat, the lights, blah, blah, blah. And plus, we're already nervous because we're taping. Mm-hmm. Wear something dark or black. You can't see the sweat. But he was sweating like shit under his arms. <laughs> when he was, and I was like, damn, look at all that sweat. But anyway, um, I'm too busy looking at his face. Hey, I don't like talking about people, so I'm going to continue. What? No, go ahead. Finish. So, um, <laughs> um them two, he, I felt like their date was cute, but he did, he was trying to see where he fit in into her life because he said he, she kept talking about her career, her accomplishments, and that's a good point. That's a good ass point. He was like, where do I fit in? Like, how do you interact with your friends? How you are with your family? Like, he wanted to know basic life skills outside of work. And I thought that was cool. But honestly, you know, how she identifies herself is work. I mean, that's what you're dealing with when you're dealing with a millennial woman. We like to focus on our career and our work or whatever. So in her mind, that's what she valued. So... Uh, maybe I I don't like him. Maybe that's why. Because I my felt like it was a, an excuse for him. <laughs> I feel like if you want to know about her career, I mean, you want to know about her love life. You want to know about her friends. Why didn't you fucking ask her? Yeah. Like, you, yeah. You led with entrepreneur. You know, entrepreneurs is talking about your job. So why didn't you? You can steer the conversation. You didn't never steer the conversation. Yeah, heard the conversation. It would have been if you want to know, you know, see if y'all connect. Ask her what happened to your your last relationship. So, what, what do you look for in a guy? Um, tell me about your last relationship. Why are you single? Ask her those conversations, and then when you were talking to her, you didn't even look comfortable. He sat erect the whole time, <laughs> leaning in or anything. He was just. Looking like so no, basically he looked like intimidated by her or something. Like that. I, I, that whole thing, he looked like a carbon. Car. He didn't. He looked very. No, he didn't look relaxed. He didn't look like he was, you know, trying to loosen her up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like again, guys. What did they say? Guys, we're the thermostat and the women are the temperature. Yes, niggas are the the thermostat and we are the temperature. You can kind of control that. You can control the atmosphere about how you present yourself. Do you, you know, you can actually steer it in the direction that you kind of want it to go, unless she just automatically super not feeling you. But she was kind of letting you take the lead and you were already just so, you like to do just so. I said, if he don't hunch his shoulders and look a little relaxed, god dang. Yeah, bend over on a counter or flirt with her a little bit. Tell her she's beautiful or something like that. You know, graze her knee, something. She had on them shorts, you know, and she looked like she shaved her legs. So, you know, touch your leg a little bit. I shaved my legs for this. (laughs) Um, That's a great observation. Mm -mm. I ain't like it. Um, I just so was he? Would you think he was like intimidated by her? Probably. I don't think he was intimidated. It's just he wasn't trying to. He was. He was. I feel like he was like, oh, I've done everything I can to get to know her. (laughs) I, you know, she needs to loosen up a bit. 
he might been intimidated because you know because maybe she she they said she had a wall just to go back to the elimination process the the um they said that she did have a wall so maybe he he maybe he felt intimidated maybe that's what it is this intimidation part that's what it the wall is um code word for intimidation i don't know he wasn't man enough for me um looking at the connection so when they had the what they say the kickback with the with the, with the dudes with tommy i don't know what they call it um, um tommy's tavern yeah when the dudes came together um so the connections they're top people tyrone is actually um like shiloh I don't think it's a good match. I don't like it. He's talking about they talk late at night. They're talking late at night because she's an intimacy coach. And she's probably talking freaky to you before you go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see Shallow getting deep with nobody. He's I not like she's really needed with her lady parts. He's not deep at all. That's probably the least person I probably like right now. I mean, I love Shiloh. I like the way she exudes her femininity and all that. But I need to get to know her a little more. And I feel like she's really leaning towards her profession or what she does. And she knows um, sex sales. Mm -hmm. um, so Camille and Cornelius. Cornelius actually said that he's more connected to Camille. And she loves her uh, personality. And they have um, commonality as well, which is good. Which one was Camille? The teacher, the one that was touching her head. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> she gets some braids. Um, Courtney. Oh, he said, oh, wait, and Walter, he said he, he's starting to think Moomin is his top, too. He liked Moomin's conversation. I like Moomin. Why would they say um, Oh, he said, he said, yeah, I went out with... Um, Moomin and all the guys said, hmm. Did you hear that? They was like, I mean, everybody said, hmm. <laughs> what was that about? It was like, yeah, me and me and Moomin went out. And he was like, hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that was about. And you know, major uh Naeem and Z like each other. So the elimination was between Tasa, Tasia. And Carrie. And then Carrie got eliminated. Carrie with the braids. Carrie with the braids. Do you agree with that elimination? I feel like Carrie had it coming because of last week when she confronted, or this week when she confronted Tyrone about, why did you not want to talk to me anymore? And I feel like Tyrone brought that to the group and guys didn't like that um i feel like she's just not compatible with any of the dudes which is cool i just feel like none of the dudes fit where she is yeah yeah and i love the way naeem delivered the message to her because he said it just like that he was like first of all i don't like which one was i gotta go back and watch that which one was naeem with the glasses the one that told night uh, uh carrie he wasn't she wasn't ready to love He told. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> it was good how he said it, girl. It was good. Like, I gotta go back and watch it. I'm just, I know, I know for sure Carrie got eliminated, but I don't know why it lost me. Who eliminated her? <laughs> how he said it, it was nice. He was real empathetic. He was real, he was like, you know, your guy, I mean, is is probably is is somebody out there for you. It's your king is out there, but he's you know he's just not here, and we're just looking at you know the people who have the pretty much have the most chemistry right now, and and it's nothing wrong with you, but he's just not in this circle, and eventually you'll you'll find him, pretty much like that. But he was that's good, and that's how you're supposed to do it. I love that. Yeah. I yeah. like the way he said it. it was refreshing. It was nice. It was warm. Um, he did very well. They picked a really good person to do that. Kudos to you, King. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, and Cornelius was talking to Taja. I'm probably butchering her name. Um, T. Taja. Yeah, I, I, that part I remember. Yeah. So they got, they said she had a wall up and they ended up bringing her back or whatever. Um, and I know she probably feels some type of way because the second time she was at the bottom. <laughs> Somebody rooting for you, girl. You better stick with that one. Exactly. Find out who that person is and get with him. And stick beside him, girl. Stick beside him. And stick beside him. <laughs> but okay. that's it. So what are your predictions? I feel like... Um, I like how Cornelius said he wasn't feeling Sabrina because I feel like everybody's feeling Sabrina. Sabrina, where is the where where is the video with Sabrina and anybody else? No, I, she's she's she wasn't in this story. She was, and I feel like she's dating everybody. She's freaking gorgeous, but Cornelius is probably the only guy that's not feeling him. So I feel like he's going to break his thing down to feeling the teacher. It's between the teacher and Courtney. I feel like production is trying to gear us between that confrontation between Courtney and uh, what's the teacher's name? Uh, Camille. Camille. Oh, all C's. Courtney, Camille, okay. Cornelius. <laughs> so I feel like they're trying to bring that there. So he was the only one to say he wasn't doing her. So I think Walter is probably still feeling Sabrina because they were vibing on the first episode. But I feel like Moomin is moving. She's a K. Up. It's Camille with a K. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving, Moomin is moving up a little bit. So I really feel like they might be getting to know each other a little more. But I really don't see any other connections. I'll be interested to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. For the most part, the women are winning, the men are trash. So that's yeah. my opinion of it. Not trash in a bad way, just oh, true. and that they need they're more adding, counseling. They're adding two more people. So we'll see how that goes. I can't wait to see how that goes. They two they, the production probably saw this and like, uh, because the, the guys aren't a lot of the guys aren't not saying they're not ready to love, but they're not on the same level as the women. Because the, the women, women are mature, like they're ready to go. But the like, men, they need a little drama too. So I'm probably sure that these women, the people that they're bringing, is probably bringing drama. 
And Libba, she's, you know, Libba, she's the first person to get eliminated. She said on um, another podcast, the one that we love, uh, Crystal, mm-hmm. she was like, I'm so glad I got off at it early. <laughs> early, because she said it's so much drama afterwards. She said she, she got off at a good time. So we are in for a treat. Really? That's why they probably added those other two people. Because right now, so far, it's good. But it was like, oh, this is boring. They're making two connections. People are too happy. Let's make it happen. Too happy. Let's sprinkle some little crack on them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm glad to see what's going on. We'll see. Also, on cut it's a wrap you can join us on any streaming podcast so go ahead and join us with that because we got more conversations going on yes follow us and subscribe see you later till next time